Hey, what was that? A fucking four local truly? Yeah, it's a big ass truly. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is huge. It's like a forty. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> you want to get into it? Let's get into it. Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast featuring your hosts, Superfly and Danny Daybar is open. What's good? How you been? Good, my dude. I've been great, man. I mean, uh, yeah, dude, I've been on lockdown because I don't want to go outside. I, I think the the time frame, if I ever got corona till now, since being back from New York, New Jersey, I should be fine, but I'm still taking like another five days of precaution. Um, how about you, dude? How, how are things in LA? Like... Nice. Are there still like protests like right outside of your window? Like how like how are things? Yeah, so I actually recently came back from San Francisco or the Bay Area on the weekend. Oh, how's uh, that? Super chill. Just met up with a couple friends um, who uh, basically someone his sister uh, who lives in LA wanted to visit him, so they got an Airbnb in um, Santa Cruz, I think I want to say. Okay. Um, uh, so it's like this really small house near the beach not like by the sand directly or anything but we just had some drinks some pizza played some call of duty um it was just like good to wind down and like escape all the madness of the protesting and stuff as much as like i think it's important uh i just like emotionally couldn't like stay at home and just do the same shit so i was like i need to see some friends um ended up doing that came back uh and all of a sudden, fucking LA decides to be 90 degrees at six o'clock at night, <laughs> which is wild. I'm fucking sweating bullets right now. This shit is really out of control. I have the fan blasting on me, and How's I'm debating. The AC in, the, in your house? It sucks because it's in it's in everyone's room but mine. It's right outside my door, but no matter how cold it is outside my door, it, the air just doesn't flow into my room. But well, don't so you I, guys have the fucking master bedroom? Yeah, which is stupid i don't understand what how the, the fuck <laughs> i guess that was the catch we didn't realize i'm about to be like yo you better decrease my rent by 50 bucks what the fuck <laughs> is this shit <laughs> yeah it's... yo that is terrible bro yeah um but otherwise um i think the protests have quieted down it's super peaceful all the looters are probably rocking their vans and shit right now all happy so i don't think they have the energy to loot anymore um and I, f- I mean, we could get into the topics, but um, I don't know. The energy of the, the earth just feels so tense, even though the riots are peaceful. I feel like it's like just us against them in every in way, every way bro. shape, yeah, we'll, we'll and form. Get, we'll get into like, we, we need to breathe a little bit before we just jump into like another yeah. uh, a, a third episode in a row of it being yeah. so intense. But so go back to the bay, though. Was it just uh, the wifey go with you or was it just like you and the boys? Yeah, wifey went, but she stayed with her friend. Um, and then I stayed with my boy. Um, and he was, he's actually a f- former Marine. So we were just talking about like guns, safety, police, uh, tasers and shit. Um, and then play Call of Duty, of course, just to of course. get it out of my system. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, I didn't honestly, when I got there, so yeah, I arrived at like six o'clock at his place. He has a big ass bottle of, uh, Kirkland vodka and nice. we're just casually taking a shot, like every 10 minutes uh just but yo going back to like us hanging out from the first time i met you you're like a shot guy though you and sarah are shot people like yeah i'm like I, I remember like the first time we met i'm like bro what's the rush like what are we doing? <laughs> i think i don't know how it started but in the past when uh sarah and i started dating and um 
we were hanging out with friends and stuff. I I think it's it might have been like an LA thing because I know like in Florida yeah, yeah. and New York and shit, stuff doesn't close till six, but in LA, it doesn't get pop until like ten thirty and shit's pretty much dead one, and like right? like yeah, it's done by one, like dead. So and then people work till fucking six or whatever have to get ready have traffic so by the time they even show up to your place it's already like 9 30 10. so i think that it's at that point it's like we can't just chill with a couple of beers we we got to take four shots five shots under the premise that we're not going to buy drinks but we end up the ironically buying more because we're so faded because you're so hey, I love you. like this round on me this round on him this round oh on my god but i was that guy in undergrad, bro, I remember being at U at University of Miami and like being that drunk, friendly dude. Like, bro, like, just everyone behind me gets a free shot. I was like, yeah. what are you doing, bro? This is your money. Like, my mom be like, who the <laughs> fuck are you buying drinks? For? Right. And the worst thing is waking up and checking your bank account or credit card oh statement. They're like, three hundred dollars. Like, what the fuck? I just threw that up in the toilet. Yo, yo, terrible, bro. That's that's funny, but yeah, you guys definitely uh, shot people up. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense though, because like yeah, like you guys, it's crazy because like, you would think like in LA since things closed earlier, you would you'd be out earlier, but like that never happens. Like you're still yeah. like taking your time, leaving the house at ten, show up to the bar or, or lounge at ten thirty, and then your night's wrapping up at twelve, like twelve fifteen, which is fucking. Mm. But again, if you're already fucking faded, like that seems like forever. Right. <laughs> Nice. Dude, I'm definitely getting cabin fever, bro, for sure. Um, just, like, dude, because I, I almost got into, like, a fucking World War Three with my girl because we had plans. So we're doing, like, a virtual church conference thing um, Friday night and Saturday. Dude, we booked this shit, like, two months ago. I completely forgot about it. So uh -huh. I made plans with my boys to have, like, a boy day Saturday. I'm like, bro, like, I've been locked in the apartment for fucking two weeks straight now. I fucking, I'm literally, like, yo, at the point of, like, the idea of like looking at a computer screen for like just because to have fun which is what the conference is going to be i'm like bro i like i love god but like i i need a break bro like if this is nothing <laughs> to do with this is be my own fucking sanity um but obviously i lost that argument um so I, we, we pushed my boy days to sunday because i was like bro like i need to like, i need to get the fuck out of this house this week bro like, i need to yeah. get out barbecue pool fucking like conversation face to face bro because dude i am like like i get it bro like if you're like if you know you can't go out that feels different from like you just still being inside like yeah yeah i'm good let me just stay inside this week because like bro like me knowing like i should not go out because i should not get other people sick i'm like bro let me the fuck out <laughs> yeah that's that's a huge dilemma for me too and um but is shit open for you though? Like, is like our bars open or restaurants open? Restaurants are starting to open. Next week they're actually opening gyms and sports centers and shit like that. I'm personally not probably gonna attend them anyways because one, I was using my work gym, which is probably gonna be closed like until next year. And then two, um, you have to wear a fucking mask in the gym. I'm not trying to pass out and like not have a flow of oxygen, and or like wait in line for an hour and then have to do like sign up for time slots for each machine and shit. I yeah, don't that's know. How, that's how the time, that's how it's working at LA Fitness. You got to call in advance. If you're going to go through in like peak hours, you have to like, yeah. you need to be at the fucking gate by like a certain time. If you're not, you miss your spot. Yeah. So all that I'm probably not going to partake in. I, 
things have pretty much started to open up casually. Realistically, I'm not gonna like try to go out until sometime next month though, like when everyone's kind of gone out and you know, the, the two week symptom period or whatever is, is over with and they come out with new numbers and things like that. I don't even know who to believe anymore at this point, but I guess better safe than sorry. Yeah, dude, because the CDC just came out with, like, asymptomatic people can't transmit this shit anymore. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, that was the whole reason we're locked up. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah. I'm just like, oh. and the casually just dropping that shit on us as if it's almost like, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of, like, work when there's been times where people have said one thing to the client and then said the complete opposite thing like on a phone call or something without explaining how their answer was completely different and just awkwardly pretending like there's not an issue with there's not, not explaining issue. why you just said the completely fucking opposite thing yeah just like, like uh, so casually like yeah so that whole thing about like you know people who carry it but have no symptoms can pass it yeah, that's that's not true yeah. Like, bro, that's the reason we're all locked up. Like, that's the reason, bro. Like, yep. that's like, like it's easy when you can see symptoms. You just stay home. You told right. me not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, like, in the beginning when all this stuff started, um, it it was kind of fun because I had my roommates and it felt like a almost like a sleepover, like when you're fucking eight years old or something. Yeah. Like, oh, we get to stay home and drink and not have to work as hard and stuff. Up and till then, 4 a.m. for no yeah. fucking reason. Yep. And that clear, uh, quickly faded away. And now it's, I feel like I'm honestly working harder and I feel less excited about drinking at home because I've been fucking kind of doing that the whole time. Yeah. So I'm just like, now I'm getting sick of it. Dude, my thing is the, the I mean, I think we mentioned this before in a couple episodes, but like right now, like, because uh, on my computer, I have this save where, like, if someone, like, pops up on house party, it's uh -huh. like, oh, say hello to your friend. I'm like, bro, fuck this. Like, yo, <laughs> no one called me on this shit. I don't want to talk to anybody. Right. Like, bro, like, the fact that I'm being forced to, like, have my Zoom thing, my camera open during work is, like, enough, bro. I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. So no, that quickly faded for me. Like, the virtual thing was, it was dope, I'll admit, for the first, like, three weeks. And then after a while, I'm like, nope, like nope. I got to delete this shit or unless it's your birthday or something like I'm not about to. Yeah, yeah. It. Unless it's someone's birthday, like facts, bro. Like I'll show love. But like, bro, that whole thing of like, let's just fucking like look at each other for fucking four hours. Like, nah, bro. Like, yeah. Like I was like, yeah, that shit got like tired real quick for me at least. Yeah. Um, all right, man. But yeah, at least what do you got looking forward to this coming week? Uh, So this week, my company decided to give us a summer day off um just in light like every, of everything every week uh no just this so we have three summer days one the first one's this week the next one's july 17th and then, then the the third one's like august 9th or something okay. um in light of everything and they've been focusing on mental health and like you kind of take a day off you don't need a reason like just de-stress and i think that's really important because we at least I know I've beaten up myself and I constantly have this voice in my head that's like, you, you can't take a day off unless you're literally sick and can't work or... Yo, I've been uh, that same exact way, yeah. bro. Like, even when I drove up to New York, bro, I, I didn't take any days off. I was like, bro, I gotta work. Like, yeah, so like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actively trying to remind myself and you tell me you're doing the same, but like, yo, you literally have, I, I have 20 days of PTO left. Like, yo, I am using every fucking day, bro. Like, I earned that shit. 
I've been there for three and a half years. Like, bro, I don't give a fuck what kind of pandemic's going on. That's mine. So yeah, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm actively like trying to remind, cause like, yeah, it's weird. Like, yo, like the company's losing money. You're just saying, well, I'm taking a day off. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, all that too. Yeah, people are on furlough, fucking selling crack on the side, trying to feed their kids and shit. <laughs> and here you are and you're, taking a day off at the beach. Yeah, facts. It's just like, I'm good. Their life's great. It's like, bro, when you're hemorrhaging money, get the fuck back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's really why. Like, I've been just scared. Like, yo, I know, like, people are fucking being, you know, reassigned to different teams. And, you know, we haven't turned a profit in a couple. I'm like, that's, that's your problem, bro. Like, I'm doing my part. Like, I'm fucking working. Like, we got to do this shit together. Like, so. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel you with that. Like, yeah, like, every time. I had to hit up my boss for PTO one day. And I was like. Is this going to be a problem? Because if, if tell me if it is, I'll work. But like, I really don't want to, man. So let me take the day off. He's like, nah, yeah, it's fine. Nice. Well, I'm actually going to, um, so I'm going to get a haircut again. And then I'm going to also uh, dye my hair one last time. Third time's a charm. I hope it works out this time. Um, well, a haircut, like you're bringing the shit down or you're just going to keep touching up on the side? Keep touching up on the side. So how long do you want your hair to go? Like, are you going to braid this shit eventually? Or you just want to see That's a good question. How- um probably the latter just kind of see how it goes i i kind of wanted like mini mini dreads of some sort not like on the sides or anything um but i did want it to be long enough to where i could like twist it to a certain degree um but i definitely don't want like actual dreadlocks or anything cool bro i mean at least you have the options though yeah Yeah. i'll be like yeah i mean how long is your shit right now like like your shit comes like down to your chin if it was picked out no if it was picked out Probably like here, maybe like right above my eyes. Cause it, that's the rule, right? Cause I remember I, I used to have braids too. So like if it, once it's here, you can have like, you can do cornrows easily, right? That's pretty much yeah. like the rule. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could get cornrows right now if I wanted. My hair's probably the longest it's been in a, a while. Um, I'm considering trimming it. I'm not too sure how I feel. Um, but part of me is like, especially when you do, like when you fade it in on the, on the side, it looks like yeah. super clear. I feel like yeah, it looks wild when the sides are all puffy. I just look like a, a fucking homeless man. But it's, it's crazy how just shaving the side of it makes Crack, you look like bro. a whole like different person. Like, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the fuck's going on up here as long as the sides are. Uh, yeah, shaved. like the funny thing is like that Blair right there is uh-huh. like I'm thinking about marriage. Blair would have fade is like yo, why am I with a chick? <laughs> like, yo, look at me, look at me. Like why am I with someone? Right. That's the problem. I get depressed when my shit's like this. I just feel yeah, like that's different. a bro. Yo, speaking of uh, not depression, I'm, weird segue, <clears throat> but I am proud of myself. So I wanted to share with you, you know, while we're doing this. I, I finally, um, so I told you I, I started doing grief, grief like group share like through my church. Like that's a group of people talking about like you know what they're going through. But I finally started seeing a therapist one on one today. Uh, was my first session. That was super dope, bro. Like nice. Uh, so anyone who's like dealing with mental health stuff, you as well. I'm through your insurance, they, through EAP. They offer like 10 free sessions right now during COVID. So bro, 45 minutes, one-on-one, whatever you want to talk about, she digs in and like tries to really un- like, unwrap like what's going on. So dude, I was super grateful for that. So um, yeah, bro, mental health is a real thing, especially right now. So anyone, especially you, bro, if you feel like you need, need someone, I would definitely know check through your uh your insurance portal because i know it's i mean if it's available for me i'm sure it's available for you yeah yeah it's something i've been meaning to do for a while um and i'm glad that like celebrities and stuff have been talking about it more because i i think like when we were kids and even teenagers and stuff 
you always thought a therapist was for someone who like witnessed like 40 murders or something or dude 100 you know. like, even my mom bro so like I, I i my mom took me to like a therapist like when i was like eight or nine because i was like acting out and then dude i remember this vividly this is why she like popped your head we were like leaving the therapy session and like she was walking to her car and like two of my boys like again i'm only eight years old i think they were actually my like my ymca counselors like like drove by like in their bicycles and i'm like yo what's up and she's like shh don't let them know we're here i'm like bro what the fuck are you <laughs> yeah but i mean that's like just like the mindset from like the 80s and 90s that like men asking for mental help was like a like a like a weakness or some shit like, and i'm yeah. like bro I got feeling just like any female, so we gotta fucking talk about yep. this shit. And sometimes it's not even necessarily like you're looking for help, right? It's more so someone to express your feelings to, to listen and like confide in Un you. Someone and unbiased, in, like, bro. Yeah, unbiased too. Um, and just like kind of comfort you and make you feel like you're human because a lot of times we go through shit and we're our world crashes and then as soon as you find out other people go through that shit it kind of makes you feel better because you're like yeah. oh this is supposed to kind of happen and like other people dealt with it too and they're surviving so therefore it makes me feel better sort of thing yeah dude it gives you let me do life is all about perspective bro so like obviously i'm not going to name any names but like i have a uh, a fellow member of my group um that too she lost her mom when she was two years old so like, dude, like, you know, how lucky am I that I had 29 more years of her? You know what I mean? So like, yeah. it helps to get perspective, bro. But um, yeah, dude, mental health is a serious thing, bro. Especially like, again, like as minorities, I mean, especially like with shit going on now, like we've been exposed to a lot of different things and, you know, have things from different angles. So just to say, you know, man up and deal with it. Like, that's not, that's not going to help the situation. Yeah. I'm sure no. there, there are plenty of times when you just like fucking just, yo, be a man, go through this shit. But like, you also need to understand, like, you know, when you were 11 and you were told that, probably not the best fucking yeah. advice. No, that's how school shooters and shit get created. Like, 100%, bro. They were told to fucking man up. He's like, all right, I'm a man up. <laughs> <laughs> and then decided to play Call of Duty for like a week straight and then nice. stole his dad's up, rifle. Man down, bro. It'd be a lot of men kind of shit. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a dope phrase. Well, it's kind of a morbid phrase yeah, but it's morbid as fuck. It's morbid as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note then let's get into this fucking episode dude episode 32 bro that's crazy i think like an episode 50 we need to like have like a moment and just like take 50 shots or some shit bro we need yeah. to figure out what we'll do, do something maybe we'll we'll rock uh merchandise or something i don't know we'll figure yeah, it out something. but uh all right episode 32 we're gonna go with the name being consider consider the source um and that's more so i want to just uh Oh, us, us discuss, like, just feel like being two weeks removed now from everything, right? Like, I kind of, like, think about this like a heated fight. You have, like, a loved one where, like, emotions are high. You know, you're fucking, like, yelling, demanding shit, blah, 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 blah. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then, you know, like, once the fight, like, you go to your room, I'll go to my room. You start trying to understand, like, what's going on, right? So, right now, like, how are your emotions right now compared to two weeks ago when the first day of protesting happened yeah um my emotions right now i think i'm much more optimistic um just because i feel like and i think even on the uh, the flagrant two podcast or whatever with andrew schultz um they mentioned white people kind of hijacked the movement i know the word hijack sounds awful but 
um i think it's just really nice to see other people who don't look like me for once mm-hmm. like own up to the situation and do things it's gonna be a learning experience just because they obviously aren't black so they can't like lead the movement but they're they're definitely we can't do it without them no matter how much we want to i think this has to be an effort on all people's part um so i think that aspect of it has made me feel optimistic uh my only concern is like for the people that don't agree with it are they going to become more monstrous and evil and you know just hateful to people just because on both sides even too because i'm sure there might be people out there that you know all now like really hate white people or white people that really hate black people or colored people or anyone who shows like any sympathy towards blm so i i'm afraid of i guess the divide that might come from this might come uh, from this yeah, yeah. but yeah, the prior, your, yeah. Go, ahead, go ahead go ahead no go i was ahead. just saying the prior two weeks um that was a more uh weird space for me like it felt like america was burning down but like part of me kind of enjoyed it in a way just because I don't know, I can be kind of vengeful at times and I felt like everyone's just fed up with everything. So even though the looting shit definitely wasn't warranted, it was almost like we do need to wipe out fucking damn near everything and everybody because we haven't been doing anything right. And and we didn't open our eyes until COVID happened and we were stuck at home and forced to like just pay attention to everything essentially. Yeah, the fact that we don't have sports anymore, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This is happening. (laughs) Which is fucking terrible but maybe this is like divine intervention like joe like come on yeah. just focus on this one thing right. um yeah man i would say similar feelings you know like like i still i feel that like um like the empathy it's like man like you know loot I, obviously the looting and rioting seems to be like pretty much quiet down everywhere but yeah i feel like i was you i was like dude fuck that target fuck that police station like burn that shit down like, yo, fuck that cop for pushing that old man. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, defund all these motherfuckers. Like, yo, no more police, bro. Like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I was. Like, yo, fuck everything. Um, and then, yeah, like, now you start trying to understand, like, everyone's perspective, right? So, like, what's weird to me, and I want to ask you, bro, because, like, we've spoken about this before. Like, cancel culture is, like, 2019, 2020 at an all-time high, bro. You fuck up. Yo, they're getting, they're trying to get you the fuck out, like, quick. So, how do you feel, like, obviously, both of us are super BLM, right? Like, dude, that's just a, a fucking movement that needed to happen and keep happening from four years ago, but I'm glad it's back. But how do you feel with, like, bro, you can't even have any deviating from that movement, or oh. you're out, bro. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you're out. Like, it is just, like, this... And, bro, even if you agree 99%, if you're 1%, well, like, maybe we shouldn't blow this shit up. They're like, yo, get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. Google his, like, you know, you know, fucking Google his background. Ah, he was a racist in 1915. Get him the fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how, like, so how do you feel with, like, all that where, like, people who, like, again, like, dude, I was talking to your girl about this. Like, there's a couple people from, like, uh, Vanderpump Rules who got fired from the show. Dude, she said some outlandish shit and, like, got a black coworker like, arrested. So, like, fuck her a hundred percent right but Damn. it wasn't even like they didn't even let her come out and apologize it was just like oh really you're, you're fired you know what i mean like we're not yeah. even trying to hear shit so like 
how do you feel about like bro like there is it's just this and if you even you know have a differing opinion slightly you're out yeah no i like unless you're just crazy disrespectful like straight up like advocating lynching people or some shit i i completely disagree with canceling people i think we need to have a conversation and even at work we've been talking about how we need to have these uncomfortable conversations they're uncomfortable but if it's like going to a therapist if you don't go it's just gonna fester up and make you crazy and you're gonna live in your little echo chamber and not learn shit so someone who like drew Brees or whatever even though i completely disagree with what he said instead of like saying fuck you fuck football or whatever the case is i think we should force these people to to learn to learn and go on a platform with like killer mike or some shit i don't know someone like <laughs> calm and educated about the cause to just talk about these things and change people's perspective because if we cancel people then the people who are against it just see that that is us being sensitive and like not willing to listen to them either so i think it has to be both ways regardless of how you feel you kind of got to take a step back because i'm willing to uh debate with anyone even if they support trump like as long as they uh articulate why they feel the way they feel so we can help correct it otherwise like we're not gonna be able to cancel everybody so that's yeah that's my thing bro that's what i just like i just get afraid of like there's gonna be a lot of again mainly white people who like maybe generally are like do want to help but like maybe they're afraid fuck if i say the wrong thing they're gonna come after me and maybe when i was a fucking you know early 20 year old i said some outlandish shit or maybe there's a video of me fucking screaming or singing the n-word and it's like like you know let me just not say anything like i feel yeah. like that, that like the fear i have is that like everyone's so adamant of like bro it's this or that and it's like bro i agree bro like you know systematic ra uh, racism is a fucking thing like i there was some guy that my brother tried to put me on i was like bro like nah bro i'm not trying to hear this shit like he was i gotta tell you this guy's name because he's super fucking famous but let me not fuck this up let me just say this guy's name on purpose uh, oh i thought it was your like your boy like your actual boy no no no, no. my brother was putting me on to someone nice. um this guy's name is larry elder you ever heard of him? That, yeah, he sounds familiar. Yeah, Larry Elder, bro. Like, uh, super conservative. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a conservative ass Yeah, Larry Elder, super conservative black guy. Um, again, super intelligent, first of all. Like, super intelligent. But everything about, like, racism, he's, like, shutting it down, right? He says that most of the issues of black America is because, um, again, this is him saying this shit. Because <laughs> I'm not trying to get by either. Uh, this is him saying this shit. Uh, <laughs> that might be the kid. That might be the ticket. We just gotta say some crazy conservative just shit, <laughs> and then just flip the switch as soon as we get like a thousand subscribers. <laughs> he was saying that that black, like that, the main issues in Black America is not from systemic racism at all. It's uh, it's because black major uh, a lot of black um, young men grow up without a father in the home mm -hmm. right and he's saying that everything can be stemmed from that which again maybe is a valid point to a certain extent right yeah. but like there's also other things before that it's not like it was just too convenient of like the one answer that you know if we had dads at the house everything would be solved i'm like bro that's yeah. fucking also ignorant bro there's like other things happening right like 
you know, like fucking incarceration rates, bro. Like you can't just fucking tell me like, oh, but if a DAO was at home, that would be better. Like, dude, that's, yeah. I, I don't believe that, bro. I think normal people fucking profile and like they may have a fucking ounce of weed on them and they go to fucking jail for 30 fucking years and the same white guy goes to jail for fucking a day. Like that shit happens. Yeah. So, um, I hate that the on the other side of this, is like the extremes we're like no no there's no such thing as racism like bro like then i have a problem with you then i'm like yeah you're, fucking, you're ignorant as fuck yeah but i think there are people who are like super blm but just also don't know and i'm afraid of like if it gets such like a cancel culture mentality they're just yeah. gonna stay in the fucking you know too afraid to fucking even try to engage and like say all right how can i learn more because they're gonna be too afraid to be fucking canceled forever right i think that's my that's so when I went to San Francisco or the Bay and talked to my friend, um, he kind of has a more conservative approach. He doesn't really like Trump or Biden. Um, kind bro, of. I don't think anyone likes Biden, bro. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone. <laughs> but he'll say things like, like I think his dad was a cop, so like he kind of is more empathetic to the cops who like yeah. maybe his dad got shot at by some like gangster and he sees the other side. So like. And I myself follow a couple black conservative channels, not because I'm conservative, but I want to hear all of your points. Yeah. I feel like the average person doesn't want to do that. They just get triggered and angry. Like Candace Owens said basically the same shit. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she's like basically the black spokesperson of like every uh, conservative black person in America and shit. And um, she said the same thing. Like it doesn't exist. Like, you know, he was a criminal. George Floyd was a criminal. You know, you're at your. Bro, how do you feel criminals, about that? Going into his fucking background, like he was a male stripper. Yeah. He, you know, at one point he held up a pregnant woman at gunpoint. Yeah. I'm like, bro, what does that have to do with this? That's what I'm saying. Is like, so even when we talk about the the black fathers in the home shit, I know for a fact that that's a huge issue. But I feel like what people are doing is they're. They're pointing problems elsewhere so they can switch the conversation. And yeah. for me, the biggest thing with this is that the police and things like that are systems we can control and make correct. Whereas stuff like fathers in the home and all that, like you, it's not an easy switch. Like people are individuals at the end of the day, but like cops can't be out just choking people and shit. Like nice, I don't bro. care Unless if you fucking like, raped a hundred people. Them. Like, yeah, like I don't care what he did because the cops didn't know that nor are they supposed to do that anyway the fucking laws the judge is supposed to handle his fate not you're not supposed to just decide to kill somebody because you want to we can't yeah. do that shit if somebody owes you fucking five hundred thousand dollars you can't just walk up to him in his house his house with a pistol or if he fucking shoots your friend you can't go to his house and choke his ass out like but what they can for some reason yeah they can which is wild and like yeah so like that's that yeah that that shit really rubbed me the wrong way where they were bringing up like um and dude i kind of felt the media we'll talk about it in a second i kind of felt the media even like the liberal like left media like i I watch cnn for the most part but i do check into fox and a couple conservative people to see what the fuck they're saying but like you can see the liberal media even hinting at they kept saying well he came to minneapolis to change his life i'm like what the fuck does that have to do with anything, bro? Like, yeah. yo, whatever he did, like, unless he told me he fucking swung at the cop, you know, like, told the cop to suck his dick from the back. Like, yo, unless that happened, like, bro, the fact that he was on methamphetamines or fentanyl or 
Like, he fucking held up a lady at gunpoint like six months ago and he has fucking sex tapes. Like, dude, what does that have to do with the issue at hand? Like, yeah. it was so fucking murder. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I don't understand why, like, like I feel like the, the, the super conservatives are trying to, like, justify it some kind of weird way. Yeah. And still say that the cop was wrong. That if the, that that's the end of the conversation, you know what I mean? Like, if the cop is wrong, the cop was wrong. There's no need to start bringing up all this shit from George Floyd's past yeah. that has nothing to do with yeah. what the fuck we're talking about right now. Yeah, I've heard a lot of, like, everyone I've talked to, conservative or not, conservative or not, they've always started with, yeah, the cop was wrong. I haven't heard one person say he was right. Um, maybe the KKK would agree with him being right because they agree with just ending... Bro, you saw that guy from... You saw that fucking FedEx employee who was like, I guess there was like some protest and he got out of outside of his house and like he like the I guess the George Floyd challenge and he was like pretending to be a cop and like had his knee on his buddy's neck. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those challenges which are fucking Bro, what, crazy. Oh, like that's just wild. FedEx, FedEx saw it and like fired his ass. Um, nice. But dude, yeah, I'm like dude, like and dude, um, what is it? Uh, some gym in Wisconsin had the I can't breathe CrossFit challenge. And it was like 10 different workouts and then a picture of a guy on his knee. I'm like, are you fucking retarded? Like, yeah, like bro, like, like, dude, it's funny. Like, my mom is always talking about, you know, comment test and comment. I'm like, bro, but I feel like even the most overt races right now, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, right now is not a good far. time to see this shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't get it. And I feel like people are actually doing the generalization challenge now because like it's this game of oh you know there's only it's because of uh you know a bad apple like the cop you know all cops are good but there's some bad apples and then you have black lives matter saying oh like all of us are peaceful there's a few bad apples and then the fucking conservatives and racists oh you know some of us conservatives are racist but we're not bad apples but i think for out of all of this the cops can't have bad apples because that could end someone's life like racism and all that stuff and looting and shit like we don't really have to, as much control over but with the police we can say hey do not do this and if you do do this you will go to jail yeah That's you'll lose like, your pension yeah like, you'll yeah you'll lose all that we can't fucking do that to racists like hey if you say the n-word 20 times within a month you'll go to jail like there's not that same sort of uh, judicial judicial system where we can actually enact any of those punishments. Um, so that's big, my biggest thing. Like I don't like to generalize at all either. But with the cops, and I thought about that too myself. I'm like, well, yeah, like it is just you know a cop here and there that might be human and lose his mind and do some dumb shit. But I'm like, but they also don't go to jail after they do that. So that's the biggest issue. It's fine I if you agree. have human error, but like. <laughs> We all fucking go to jail if we do There's something There's consequences, stupid. though, dude. We're yeah. all fucking taught from, like, a young age. There is consequences for everything you do, you know, good or bad. Like, if you work hard, you'll have a fucking, you should have a good life. If you fucking do wrong by someone, you're probably going to be punished for it, right? Like, we're taught yeah. that. Go in time out. You know what I mean? Like, we're taught that from, like, a fucking basic age. So it's just crazy how, yeah, dude, like, it just seems that a lot of cops look out for cops and, like, don't fucking want to stitch on each other because they don't want to fucking go against the blue line. But, dude, that shit has to change. And that's why I fucking, even after, dude, dude I was up to fucking like 1.30 last night doing like more and more research. And even after seeing, you know, the, the, the right side, I'm like, okay, fine. Maybe, 
maybe some points you're making it. I get where you're coming from, right? Like, because I dude, they threw some stats, and I was fucking. I will put it up, um, but I'll say it too. So, right? So, <clears throat> the latest FBI facts for our stats from 2020. Okay, uh-huh. there was. Oh, sorry, 2019. There were 10.1 million arrests last year. Okay, a thousand and four of them led to civilian deaths. 41 of those were for unarmed, um, un- unarmed men. Out of those 41, nine were black and 19 were white, all right? 89, 89% of police officers were killed in the line of duty. Sorry, 89, please, not percent. I was like, damn, police officers. I'm never. That's fucking damn, like, <laughs> I'll never be a cop, yo, get that shit now. Uh, yeah, 89 police officers were killed in line of duty. 93% of blacks in America killed are by other black people, all right? So again, stats can be used to say whatever they fuck they want, right? So. Larry Elder was using these stats to say, well, there's more cops being killed. Well, there's more white people being killed by cops than black people. I'm like, all right, bro. Even if that's even if that's accurate, that's still not okay. Like, dude, no one should be getting killed. We're yeah. like, why is that like? And, uh, but are those stats like uh, unjustifiable killings? Or so like, that's just thing, bro. like that's exactly that's my point like just because you get this number it doesn't paint the full picture right so yeah. this is strictly just um uh shootings right 41 killing through shootings what about the fucking choked out ones what about the other people who randomly just die in police custody like what about those right so that's why yeah. when the right wants to fucking you know share certain things to prove that it's not that bad Bro, it's that bad. And maybe you're discovering it's that bad for a lot of people. But if we're trying to focus on like, all right, Black Lives Matter and the cops are making it really hard for Black Lives to make it, then dude, let's fucking figure out what's wrong with the cops. And let's, you know, like, I'm not sure about defunding because like maybe they just need to be fucking trained better. You know what yeah. I mean? And, maybe, and you give them the training. And then if after that they fucking get out of line, all right, they have to be held accountable. So like with the whole yeah. defunding thing, like maybe like, where two weeks ago I was like, yo, shut that shit down. These are fucking slave police. Now I'm like, you know what? Maybe not defund, but maybe invest more in training. And now you can hold them accountable. Listen, I trained you. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. But dude, if you fucking are out of line moving forward, this shit's a wrap for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that too. That was what my Marine friend said. He was basically like, we need to invest more or just use, allocate the funds that we already have to get them more trained and i also personally think they should be familiar with the people in the, the neighborhoods they police because if you get some i think i made this point before um, yeah, yeah, yeah if you get some dude who like grew up in connecticut in some super white suburb and then he moves out to la and is patrolling compton and shit like he's gonna he stand out yeah he might <laughs> wild out and just like just be afraid which is yeah. natural for any human being who's just in an unfamiliar environment um and who's probably seeing you know black people wild out on tv or in movies and they're portrayed a certain way so yeah i I definitely think they need to do something about the training i'm really curious what that entails because i have a friend who's a lapd officer um and how's he feeling right now i texted him a couple times and he's just like oh the usual he's he's very like uh stoic and almost like emotionless which kind of scares me i mean he's never been like the most enthusiastic and vibrant person uh in like an extroverted happy way or anything that would make me think he's like seen some shit but um 
I feel like it does like change you. Like you're always kind of like on edge and like, you know, speculating on what's going on. And I, I feel like that kind of gets you after a while. Like you're just not, you can't, you can't enjoy the moment because you always feel like someone's doing some illegal shit. Someone's about, yeah. Dude, that's the thing. And again, maybe, but that's maybe the person, maybe we need more cops like that who aren't so quick to fucking like, you know, get shook and just fucking pull a gun out. Like they maybe like can actually like, all right, like, you know, because like they say like, in, you know, in basketball, like you're in the zone when shit like slows down for you and you're not fucking like, you know, like, oh, well, I can I can see this pass happen. Right? You need cops who can like, all right, a crime's happening, but let me just fucking decipher what's going on. Even if it's a millisecond, you have to be able to do that. Right. Because I feel like if we have too many cops who just go off of instinct, bro, that's when people get fucking killed. Like, yeah. oh, black guy leaving a store must have stolen something from there. Let's fucking shoot him or let's yeah. choke him out. And it's like, bro, like, no, bro. Let's try to figure out the whole fucking story first before we assume black guy, this situation, white lady called me, black guy must be wrong. Let's arrest him. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's wild. I don't know. Every time I see these situations, I'm like, bro, you have like batons, tasers, all sorts of shit. And like, you can't use any of that if you really think they're resisting. I'm, I just don't get it. Bro, but even Biden said some fucking wild shit like two weeks ago where he's like, we need to train the, the officers not not shoot for the not don't shoot at the heart, shoot at the leg. And it's like, how about no one shoots, bro? Like, yeah, like, yeah I'm not trying to fucking have my ACL fucked up and shit from you know, your shot. Like, let's, let's not shoot fucking unarmed men. Like, how yeah. about let's start there, bro? Like, figure it out. But again, yeah. I just think I think if we're going to say how our emotions were two weeks earlier to now, um, still very adamant that the black life black lives matter movement needs to be happening continue to happen bro like don't yeah. fucking stop like don't stop protesting until like someone from that white house comes up to us and says like yo this is what we're doing this is what we're gonna do for change like yo like that needs to happen first before we they, they stop but as far as like the radicalism as far as like defund the police i'm like dude yeah. i feel like the police do have their merit if they fucking do what their job is. Yeah. Now, if you're telling me their job is not to fucking protect us and it is just to keep like white America safe, then we have a fucking problem. And then yes, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah. But if their job is to protect all because everyone is paying their fucking taxes, black, white, Asian, Latino, Indian, like bro, you can't be fucking just wilding out because you think that automatically anyone who doesn't look white is fucking a criminal. Like that shit yep. is not. So like I, on that note, I, I did hear of an instance, it was the lawyer who was talking about how to money launder and stuff, uh, who's El Chapo's lawyer. Okay. Um, he talked, he talked about an instance where they brought this guy to court for jumping over the, what is it? The turn stop or whatever at the subway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the, the, where you put your metric card. Yeah. In. Someone yeah. hopped over that shit, uh, dodged like $2 and 50 cents, ended up going to trial and the defense attorney was like, hey, like, let me tell you why you guys are here. You're missing work and missing pay because this guy didn't pay $2.50 or whatever it was. He's like, your tax dollars are going to prosecuting people like this who, you know, did wrong. But at the same time, it's like, do we really want our police does it, force does it care? Yeah. yeah, doing all these this petty shit? basically like get the serial killers and rapists and stuff but i don't think i think they take it to a, a whole nother level when it comes to like 
other areas of crime i feel like there's got to be a way to to handle that better and not have our money go towards that shit. but yeah the whole system from seems to be uh or it seems like it needs some change my only fear is that like there's kind of this propaganda going around saying that we're trying to get rid of police completely and and black lives matter is a terrorist organization and shit. i feel like that's going to convince all the conservatives and trump supporters to go even harder which is terrifying as well bro yeah terrifying i mean terrifying. i i wouldn't be surprised if he wins again so i'm just bracing myself for how that. do you feel about that? yeah because i feel like you were definitely way more in tune with the elections before me um i know you went to a couple of gang uh yang gang rallies but like as of right now like if you had to put a hundred bucks on it like how do you see this shit playing out in november a hundred bucks i would probably put it on trump just based on how i see the country reacting and it's it's not even that i think he has more supporters i think it's i don't think people like biden enough to really show out for him um yeah i don't think people like biden enough i think that's the biggest uh handicap that we have at this point um so we'll see i'm just really curious if he does win what if, if we're gonna have riots and looting and shit all over again because people are upset about having four years of him but eight years some people might be like fuck all this Bro, especially if COVID doesn't get fixed completely by then and dude think about that dude eight years of one person like dude we were talking about like back to music about drake being on top for 10 years and if you just think back to like yo 10 years eight years ago where the fuck were you in your life and to think you had one fucking president who from day one was the absolute fucking worst and you had eight years of that and like yo what that could do to someone's fucking spirit bro it's been a while terrible bro like yo, i i hope to god as it fucking happened because like man i would hate to think back in my like you know years of where i became like the most conscious about things on a normal like you know progressing through life level like from 28 to like 36 that this motherfucker was the guy that i had to like you know around so maybe but maybe yeah. he's the reason i became more conscious because i'm like dude like this doesn't seem right you know what i mean like yeah maybe like the younger version of us like oh it's not a big deal like uh, he's the president and like now we're like bro this is wrong <laughs> like you know what yeah. I mean? like this is wrong yeah no i i agree with that and i feel like with all everything going on it's it's kind of a blessing in disguise because it forces us to not be complacent and like get involved in politics and everything before this i mean all even during obama's era like i wasn't and george bush's era i wasn't too in too in tune with politics i didn't understand how anything worked really i was just like oh the president they get to make some decisions and hopefully it works out sort of thing whereas now it's like oh i see how this is actually affecting everything so to speak yeah man and i still have a lot to learn too yeah, I mean, dude, all we're doing is fucking learning. Um, but yeah, dude, all we can do is keep doing research. YouTube is great. Fucking quick, quick information there. So yeah, I mean, that's what I've been doing a lot, a lot of YouTube. Um, and just like, you know, seeing both sides of things. Um, <clears throat> but as far as like seeing things, bro, this is really where I got the title for this episode, Consider the Source. Because I really think the media is like mind fucking us, bro, to like a different level. Because obviously, like the video of, uh, George Floyd is fucking horrendous. Mm-hmm. But bro, the way the media shifted from don't go outside, the world is ending, pandemic, lockdown, lockdown, to within a day, racism, Black Lives Matter, go outside and protest, just wear your mask. I'm like, bro, like, 
what the fuck? And like, yo, we just fucking played along, you know, whatever they say is how it is. Like, how have you felt like the role the media has played in like everything going on? And I, dude, not even just right now, just everything in fucking general. But like, yeah. I wonder like how much the media is really fucking making us feel the way we feel. And if we just really try to tune that shit out, be on a fucking island, how would we really feel about everything? Yeah. Yeah, it's been interesting hearing everything. Um, I know a lot of people mentioned to me, they're like, so I guess COVID's done. Cause like, <laughs> it's literally, literally the opposite of social distancing. Like you couldn't get further from it. They might as well have been fucking locking hands and shit, butt naked. But uh, yeah, it's, it's wild that the conversation switched so quickly. Granted, like it, it's, it is something you can't ignore. Like when there's people in fucking Beverly Hills, like smashing windows, stealing Louis Vuitton purses and stuff, but but dude, so my my challenge to you on that, and again, check me if you think I'm wrong, is what if that would have that happened if the media didn't like fuck? Because how I interpret it, all right, it's been fucking almost three months of COVID, all right, maybe at the time two and a half months of COVID, people are fucking going out, states are opening, no one's the numbers are all going fucking down. They're like, all right, what's the new thing we could fucking run on? Yeah. They get this video, which is fucking terrible. And then I feel like the media, again, this has all been happening forever, bro. Like, I'm glad the media shed light on it. But I feel like the, the aggressiveness to shed uh -huh. light on it incited oh, people it. to okay. fucking lose their minds. And like, oh my God, yes, this is the worst yeah. thing ever. Let's fucking go. You know what I mean? Like... It feels a little bit like that. Again, I see what you're saying. I now. also agree with like people have been fucking fucked over forever. People have been unemployed for fucking three months now, not yeah. getting their check. They're probably like, dude, fuck this, bro. I'm gonna go fuck up this van store because I just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I wonder like just the aggressiveness to like put that light on it. Again, may maybe we needed that, but it really just felt like, damn, like I feel like I wonder if like the 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 world's reaction would have been a little bit differently if like they didn't just fucking shine the light on it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's that's how yeah. I look at it. That's a good point because I mean we saw that other dude get gunned down by people but just by just jogging. Right. That um, was that was three weeks before. That yeah, and that just before. like blew over kind of pretty quickly. Um and then Eric Garner, which obviously happened several years ago, I don't think the reaction was e even compares to what's been going on with George Floyd for some reason. I mean, the video is, I think, more disturbing, but Terrible. at the same time, I did notice that it seemed like people were pushing this story. I think maybe people were, the media was just, it was kind of like a money grab of sorts where they're looking for something new to latch onto. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with the election or politics. It's hard to really tell like what motives he's corporations and media outlets and stuff have but i think the boredom of people and like the distress in the country and just the opportunity to like blow something out of proportion uh came by and they're like we just gotta it's resonating so uh it's yeah. working and we just gotta keep pushing it not realizing that there might be straight up riots at some point or dude, maybe they want that, bro, because that that's more news coverage. You know what yeah. I mean? Like CNN went from twenty four seven fucking the COVID updates and the numbers on the side. You know, at seventy five thousand, hundred thousand, hundred ten thousand. Now it's just like, you know, 
who's a racist today? That's <laughs> like, that's what yeah. it fucking seems like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wild how all that played out. Because now, like, racism and shit is at the forefront of my mind. Whereas before, it was kind of like, oh, when's COVID ending so I can do regular shit? Dude, you know what it feels like? It's like... Dude, remember that fucking, I don't know the, the, the name of that toy we had as a kid, where like you put it almost to your face as a VR, it was like a VR system, but it was like those, like that disc that had like little pictures in it. Oh, and yeah, you, like, yeah. Put it in and you go, yeah. It's like, dude, we have that on our face and the media's like, all right, what's next? You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> that's a good analogy. Yeah, that's dude, exactly dude, what that's, it feels like. Right? It's just like, yo, all right, this COVID is the thing. And it's like, this is the thing. And it's like, all right, COVID's back. It's like, bro, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Bro? I'm just like, this is why I feel more than ever people need to go fucking speak to a therapist, bro. Because this shit would just fuck with you, bro. Like, you you feel fucking helpless. It's like, bro, everything you're telling me, I have no control over. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that is, that is very, that's a good word. It's hopeless because that's how <laughs> I've been feeling. Um, or at least felt like at the end of this weekend on the long drive home from, uh, the bay area well, we can get into heat in the week later but like just listening to certain artists and stuff i was just thinking about everything that's going on i'm just like fuck like for the first time in a long time i felt like i realized what issues and challenges this world has more specifically this country and i'm just like do i need to move uh do i need a better job that like has a purpose like I, I was just like i don't know what the fuck to do basically um yeah dude it's a hopeless yeah. feeling man dude we were talking about i seen that meme earlier fucking apparently the you think the uk is better because like i honestly this is like the general i thought the uk was better That's because i, I know slavery ended like in the 1800s it was like like literally hundreds of years ago and i also knew like a lot of my like black uk friends like know where they come from you know what i mean like yeah like, yo, I, like i'm from senegal i'm from ghana i'm yeah. from the ivory like, you know what i mean like that like i never like all my american like black friends here like yo, i'm from fucking south carolina like that's where i'm from you know what i mean like yeah. whereas like they so i don't know in my mind i i never even thought about it like slavery or like i'm like oh they're just black people from england and then the fact that when slavery was abolished the entire country up until three years ago was still paying slavery taxes back to the fucking like owners of slaves i'm like what the fuck that's wild dude that's like the opposite like we've been begging for like reparations and these motherfuckers are still paying yeah. the fucking slave owners like what i know and that's all verifiable like from a trusted source dude, and I, everything? I literally said that same thing to you to my boy and he's like bro i've been like he's a he's a uk city he's like bro i've been paying that like yeah fact that like, dude, I, I couldn't wake up in the morning like knowing that any of like a penny is going to these motherfuckers. Bro, I was like, holy shit! I saw that thing. I'm like, that's not real. At first, I read it real fast because obviously we're, we're in that fucking day and age where everything's just like you know, swipe, 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 swipe. Yeah. But I, so I thought it was that. I thought it was the positive. I thought that since 1883 that the comp the, the country has been giving money back. Do you know, like, as a way to say we're sorry, it was yeah. a fucking job. Give uh, you can have your slaves. Give me my money though. Like that's like <laughs> that's fucking foul. Dude, and I'm so sure there's foul. like, see, like that sort of stuff is like literally the epitome of systemic or systematic racism, whatever the the phrase is, is just literally paying people that had taken advantage of other people. Yeah, hundred percent. 
benefiting from that shit. Uh, dude, which is why I'm all for fucking knocking down all these fucking statues, bro. Like, yo, we have more information now. We know this fuck and this fuck and this fuck were rapists, yeah. murderers, slave traders. Like, bro, why the fuck is there like an auditorium named after him? Change that fucking name, bro. Knock that fucking... Like, I'm all about that shit, bro. Like, you know yo, what it is? The information. These motherfuckers are so hellbent over... Uh, I guess just almost like the nostalgia of it. Like, for instance, I, I'm pretty sure like George Washington and all these motherfuckers like weren't you know for the the people um and if we were going to change that people would be up in arms and like throw a fit and i'm like why it's just because they don't like change i think it's some human yeah innate thing where like we just freak out when change comes and we think it's gonna like ruin the world and and make brown and black people fucking take over and all this shit and like no we just we want to be the deep fall race too we don't want to pass you surpass you we just want to there to be an even playing field and have people just look at us as all the same but like for some reason they hold these statues and everything so dearly because they've been taught also i think the american history that's taught is bullshit too um and they've been taught that these motherfuckers are like superman and stuff so they also that's why they get angry especially with like columbus and stuff like even i until probably college thought Columbus Christopher Columbus was like a dope dude who discovered was the man, America, dude. did all Columbus this shit. Day we get off yeah. like yo let's fucking go <laughs> and he, found out he fucking was railing Pocahontas uh beyond her will and shit and slaughtering people and stuff and then all of a sudden it's like okay I don't I don't fuck with this dude anymore I I'll still take the day off if you give it to me but I'm not celebrating this motherfucker dude, the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace bro that's not my yeah. fucking Thing that I to my grave, I'll sure. fucking take that shit. But dude, <laughs> even the DR, bro, like, cause, dude, they like, fucking build a massive statue for him in Dominican Republic because, like, you know, he discovered there, you know, apparently. But yeah, dude, we just have more information. But I do want to, what's great is that, um, dude, so my upbringing, dude, I was in India by the, uh, by fucking the fifth grade. So I didn't get taught American history the way you did. So I would love, like, when we link up next, go to a bar, like, you just teach me the shit you learned, like, in school. Because, like, bro, like, again, I don't know if it was, I mean, it never hurt me, but, or maybe it didn't fucking, like, convert me a certain way. But, like, yeah, I, I just grew, I, I grew up learning world history. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, hey, this is what happened, why we had World War One. This is what happened in World War Two. Like, I never learned this stuff about the railways and, you know, yeah. like, them glossing over slavery and shit. Because, dude... Dude, America tries to finesse that shit real fucking smoothly. Like, I remember, yeah. dude, last year I went on a fucking work trip to Charleston. And then, dude, we went to some fucking ranch. Um, and, dude, they had slave quarters there. And, like, dude, they had, like, mannequins of, like, the slaves and, like, history and shit. And I'm like, y'all feel comfortable with this shit? Like, I know the, you know, whoever owned this property had slaves back then. But you guys are, like, advertising that shit? Like, you don't feel like in 2019 we should just knock this shit down and, like, if someone asks, you fucking talk about it? Like, you're profiting, like, people paying to come here and you have, like, your slave... I don't know. It just it, it just felt very weird. Like, I know we should have, like, African-American, like, history museums, but, like, the way they had, like, mannequins set up and, like, oh, yeah, we treated them very nicely here compared to other fucking slave quarters and then... And then they had like a last one, like, oh, but Black History in America now, we have a black president. I'm like, bro, 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 bro. We yeah. can't jump from fucking slave quarter number one to the first African American president. <laughs> like, like, that's yeah. like, 
that's not the correlation, bro. Like, so yeah, it's just weird how like America tries to finesse like you know it wasn't that bad. Like, bro, it was that oh, bad, yeah. and we should know. About they it. definitely watered down the punishments and made black people seem like victims the entire time. In the sense that they didn't talk about all the dope stuff that black slaves and just black individuals did amongst that entire period. And when I hear now some of the like punishments and tortures that they they did like letting dogs fucking eat their genitals and shit like i feel like you have to teach people how despicable that is because a third grader is going to go through the slavery chapter and think that it wasn't that bad we were just fucking um you know in the fields like kind of working in the sun and you know having to cook dinner and shit like they don't realize how fucking like we were seriously treated like worse than pets or animals like i don't yeah. know anyone who treats fucking animals like that so it's wild dude think about it bro dude michael vick spent more time in jail for killing dogs than any cop has spent in jail for fucking killing another another yeah. black person bro like that's come on that's all you need to know about this fucking country white, white people love their dogs dude they, facts, they will literally swat, slaughter a whole fucking movie theater for a, a puppy that was theirs and bro, I have a dog. I'm like, yo, just chill, bro. Like, yo, you're lucky to be in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, you're lucky to be in the house, motherfucker. But dude, you know what I think it is? Like, we we use that phrase a lot, white supremacy. Bro, I really think it's like white insecurity, because bro, you oh, know okay. this land isn't yours. Yeah. And then you know the people who build everything for you. You didn't do it. You know what I mean? So it's like you're just insecure because like everything you have. You either stole or had or paid or not even paid. You fucking had slaves. They did it for you. So it's that insecurity of like, yeah, this is mine, but did I earn it? You know. And now people are like, well, we want this and we want that. It's like, oh fuck, like yo, the chill, chill, chill. That's not how it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I really think it's not white supremacy, but like that could be also translated as white insecurity. Yeah, I would agree with that, and I think it's. They just kind of they look around. They don't know the history of the country. They look around. They see everyone in executive positions is white. All the people in the affluent areas are white. So, in, I, if I had to put myself in their shoes, they they're just so ignorant to the history. They don't even believe believe that. I don't think. Like when they yeah. see when there's memes that are like Africans built this country, you know, Latinos kept it, um, you know, kept it clean and you know vibrant and everything and did this and that like they see those memes and they're like oh that's bullshit like i think they just literally turn a blind eye and they're such in the, in their bubble that they legitimately think white people are the reason why the country is the way it is and then they're gonna point out people like thomas edison and fucking albert einstein and sh- well i don't even think he's american but um thomas edison and fucking uh uh all the other people that yeah you know we benjamin recall franklin like, yeah, yeah benjamin franklin like if, even like the fact that we're speaking about these two people i think if you ask the average american like inventors like it would be the same like four white people yeah like we don't know shit about all the black inventions and then and then the ones they do talk about are like the peanut and shit uh, george washington carver <laughs> like stuff like every time i read that i'm like we had to have done something cooler than this shit i know it's important but like all all the time i'll see these facts of black people that created like i don't know 
the fan or something that people use on a daily basis and people literally just don't know and they think know, all we're capable of is is playing basketball and rapping facts yeah dude that's it. yeah it's uh, hopefully you know you know the school books the school books are being fucking rewritten as we speak and you know we get all the facts so when our kids you know go to school they'll get you know the information they need if not you know hopefully podcasts are still around in 10 years they fucking listen to this so they're good either way sure um all right, man. So let's make a quick little fucking pivot. Uh, let's get into some music before we dip here. I know you wanted to talk about YG, who was heavily at the um, at the protest in LA. So what do you want to discuss? Yes, uh, and this one was just a brief thing. I think he he received backlash for um, making the music video at the protest and stuff like that. Um, and he's basically saying like, you know, he chooses to protest in this. Uh, fashion um, and I guess some people don't feel like it's the proper way to go about it or like it taints the the whole you know premise of the protest in the first place just kind of like more in your face and aggressive yeah um, I'll be honest when I when I first like saw it part of me was I didn't necessarily think it was clout chasing but I thought it was like an opportune time to like capitalize a little bit on what's going yeah. on um just because it, it kind of has like a club feel to it so it wasn't like some serious j cole shit where like you knew like oh so, like a spirit spoke to him and told him he has to spread this message oh, yeah. it was just kind of like fuck the police over like a some shit you'd play in the club so i think there's a, at least a little bit of doubt in my mind like okay why what is this and then two also, I'm always curious, like, if this message really helps in a way, because like, I don't particularly like police, but at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, is are they gonna be playing this at rallies and shit and like throwing bricks at police and like, yeah, act, active is it gonna incite anything? And then that's my only fear when I hear shit like this is, like, the the tension it might create, um, because it's it's one thing to I think negative reinforce or positive reinforcements generally better than negative reinforcements. So it's more so saying, hey, Black Lives Matter, do this, as opposed to fuck you, um, I hate you, I, I hope you get, go away and die and all that shit. Yeah. So that was yeah, kind I of my take on it. I think it was very opportunistic. Um, but then, dude, I, feel like I, I look back and like conversation you and I have had, like, Dude, we're, we're both grateful to be doing this during this time. So, like, in 10 years from now, yo, we could have exactly the moment. Like, we could hear how we fucking felt during that time. So, like, dude, like, imagine if he did the video, like, six months from now when things are back to normal. He's going to be fucking, like, remaking exactly what was going on, right? Yeah. So, dude, literally have a tire fucking set right downtown. Just go downtown and film the song. You know what I mean? So, like... I feel like I kind of believed him when he was like, yo, it's a perfect way to just capture this moment because, yo, you can't recreate that. You know what I mean? Like, even if you and I, like, fucking try to do a podcast a year from now and just discuss this moment, dude, we're never, there's no time better than now to really discuss how right. we, you know yeah. what I mean? So, that I is kind true. of believe him on that. Like, yo, like, I can't recreate this on a fucking set in fucking West Hollywood. We're here, everyone's here. And there's been plenty of videos like people like yes it's a fucking serious protest but like 
they've been fucking jamming out to like pop smoke and shit, just enjoying life as well, yeah. right? Because it's still like a, a gathering of people, like, yo, we're in this together. It doesn't all have to be serious. So, yeah. Um, I, but yeah, again, the song is super fucking, you know, rebellious. Like, so I know where that can come as a bit of a conflict, but at the end of the day, bro, like, I kind of, I, I get the point of view just capturing that moment because, yo, whatever you're trying to get, you're not going to get, you know, if you try to, you know, make that video in like eight months. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with that. Cool. And speaking of getting locked up and fucking police, <laughs> our boy 6ix9ine is going to do, I guess, a remix to Akon. Yes, Call this shit from like, yep. like yo, Akon's going to be the one rapper to come out and support him. Because one, he's a fucking gazillionaire. So he's like, bro, I don't yeah. go fuck what no one says. Like, I'm right. rich. And then, so one, what's your thought on that? And then he is dropping. Uh, Nicki Minaj and 6ix9ine dropping a song and video. What is it? Thursday? Oh, yeah, on Thursday. Oh. At, Thursday at midnight Eastern time. Cool. Well, so or, oh, technically like Friday midnight because midnight will be Friday. But yeah, yeah so tomorrow yeah, night. Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nine o'clock for you, lucky guy. Um, <laughs> so how do you feel about the Akon thing? And then do you think trolls will have the buzz that you know? Um, what was the fucking song? Gooba. Yeah, Gooba. Yeah, um, you, we're in a different world right now, bro. Like, but back, you know, when I saw him drop, it was just COVID. It wasn't fucking the world <laughs> right now. So, like, how do you think it's gonna play out? Yeah, that's that makes everything in life interesting. Now, I'm I've been thinking about that literally on my car rides, like, and that's terrible to say. Like, I'm on I'm driving in my car. There's COVID. There's racial tension, and here I am, like, oh, I wonder how Six Nines video is gonna do. <laughs> So I'm like, yo, I should be ashamed. But anyways, <laughs> when it when it comes to the Acon video, I wasn't expecting him to remix Locked Up. I feel like that's lazy as fuck. And he's six times sounded like trash on his verse. I'm like, really? Like, that's at least add bass to it song, or something. Bro. Like, how are you? Gonna, that's your fucking. That's like your song that yeah. you came out to the world and you're gonna give it to this fucking kid. Yeah. Wow. And it wasn't even like it didn't have like trap. Elements no, no, no. added to it make it different. Like yeah. it's the same beat. It's not even like on some like uh, you know when Russ did like redid a couple beats. Like bro, it is the same fucking beat, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like it didn't have any fucking tempo. Wouldn't have any extra fucking trap. You know, drums. Like, yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. I, that I mean, again, I don't. Maybe the final product's different. But yeah, that 35 second clip was like. Um, and then how do you think the uh, Nicki Minaj raw is gonna be? Um, that one. So I wasn't expecting her to to collab with him this soon, to be honest. But just based on the visuals that he posted and everything, I feel like this one could, if it, if it is as like catchy and visually pleasing as Gooba uh, uh, oh, and yeah. Fifi, I feel like it could do some damage, like in a good way. Like it could generate some some big buzz. And if it does work. I feel like other artists like Tory Lanez. I feel like he's again. next, actually, just based on what I've seen his interactions. Tory yeah, he was a fan of Takashi. He hasn't spoken out against him. He's like, I miss my guy before in some interviews. So I feel like Tory Lanez after Nicki is gonna be next if he's not already on the album. Yeah, he's probably already on it, bro. He has like yeah. <laughs> yeah. But dude, I don't know, man. Like I personally, this is just my opinion. Like, and I want to see everybody win. But bro. I think America, and especially like hip hop culture in America right now, is very much at this time like, bro, if you ain't really, really one of us, we ain't fucking with you. Uh -huh. So, bro, 
I don't, I can't see this fucking fair skin rainbow head in this America right now dropping some shit and breaking the internet, bro. Like maybe I'm wrong, but though just the way I see like everyone is really embracing like, bro, this is our fucking country. This is our culture. We gotta be about like this is our shit, bro. I don't see it, bro. Like I don't see six nine doing fucking two yeah. million people on Instagram live and that shit going top five on the billboards. Like, dog, I don't see it. I think, I feel I think like people are like fed up with him and like really like he kept pushing shit back. And, you know, I think people are like, you know what, bro? We got way more important shit right now. We ain't got time for you, bro. You you, you work with the, you are the police. You know what I mean? We don't got time. <laughs> That's a good point. He is the police. So yeah, bro. on that note, I'm not sure. I mean, I know they tried to put a spin on it and say they were going to donate a portion of the a portion of the, yeah, like, like a portion, huh? Yeah. Not the whole thing. Yeah. To some foundation. If it was the whole thing, then I think people might have, uh, Bought it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, what big deal is a hundred thousand if you're making fucking a million? So, yeah. Um, yeah we'll we're gonna find out very soon. But yeah, yeah. just do my heart and just I feel like being as in tune with like hip hop as we both are, bro. Like just the way like everyone's out there, bro. Like fucking out there, like fucking dude, risking their lives to yeah. fucking be a part of the movement, and we're just gonna stop. And fucking watch this, like, bro. Yeah. I don't see it, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really don't see it. Yeah, no, it, it hits different. Like, I can't. I had trouble even like listening to mu- new music that was so trivial and had like nothing to do with no actual meaning. Yeah. Like, just yeah. like, yeah, in the club, what club, bro? Yeah. You have not been to club in four months, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, dude, we'll find out. And again, we'll do a special episode next week on it. Um, Hopefully more music next week, but all good. Um, Heat of the week, bro. You said you had a couple of songs that you uh, were banging during the uh, the drive yeah. back to Bay. So nothing too new. Um, one of my friends who I visited, he's a huge fan of Lupe, like I am. Um, nice. And I kind of reminded my. We had like this debate with his sister about if he was better than Nas and all this stuff. Um, but well, in any that's a, good, that's a good comparison. Yeah. In any case, the conversation made me realize he is one of my top five. Very talented. Um, and so my friend off his last album what is it called tessio and youth or some shit um i don't know how to pronounce it tetsuo and youth um but anyways he has a song on there called murals mural um and it's just like an eight minute freestyle talking about like all sorts of deep like political things and stuff so like it was kind of relevant and then it transitioned to a music video uh, the song's called uh i tell parentheses roses um okay but the visual i was drunk as hell when i was watching this music video by the way it was like <laughs> 11 a.m in the morning when he showed up but um it shows a visual of this black kid watching a tv screen and it's like this scantily clad chick with uh big ass tits um and all sorts of other like rapper imagery like guns and bullets and weed and stuff and he's just like staring at the tv entranced by it then this cop walks in uh handcuffs the little black kid who's like probably only five years old takes him away and then they bring in this like preppy looking white kid who's about four or five as well and he's staring at the tv screen but instead of all the imagery i just mentioned it's imagery of like like animal planet like lions okay you you know hunting and 
like more educated content, I guess you could say. Um, I have to dig deep into the message, but I think it's kind of implying that we've been like, as a people trained to find importance and meaning in things that don't matter and aren't important. Um, but spinning off of that on my ride home, uh, I put that on my Spotify playlist and then it went on a whole tangent of similar songs. And then I was just listening to a whole bunch of other artists and it just got me now. I just realized in that moment that like, that was the kind of music I needed to, to be listening to right At now. Listen to yeah, yeah, yeah. Land of 100%. Snakes, Born Sinner, J. Cole. Forgot how much I love that song. Um, so it was dope uh, to listen to Lupe again. I forgot nice. how, how talented song, he is. So I can add it to the, uh, the playlist, but the playlist is coming around very nicely. So for those of you guys on Spotify or Apple Music, Audio Theory playlist, um, Heat of the Week, plenty of shit for you guys to listen to, especially stuff that relates to now. So yeah, definitely send me that one so I can add it to the Apple one too. For sure. Uh, dude, I actually added a few songs to the Apple one as well. I added, obviously, All Right, you know, Kendrick Lamar, classic. Yeah. This is America hits different now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Was fucking preaching this shit two years ago, and it's like, <laughs> bro, like, this is what America is. Yeah. Um, changes, obviously, by Tupac, it's fucking phenomenal. But one, this is really my Heat of the Week. Nasty C and Ti, bro. It's called They Don't. This is this, this song was made like a week ago. Like it's about everything. Nice. So it's, it, and it's over a dope beat that's like not overpowering. Lyrics hit hard. Uh, Ti has always been a fucking educator from like day one. Um, so yeah, dude, it's all about this shit. It's pretty much like they don't want us to have anything. They don't want us to be rich. They don't want us to do this. They want us to do that. So um, yeah, They Don't by Nasty C and Ti. Definitely check that out. It's on the uh, Heat of the Week playlist as we speak. For sure. All right, my dude. Anything else before we dip? Nah, not really. Just keep it pushing. Right. Keep Great positive. Episode, bro. Another good episode in the books. Um, yeah, if you're on YouTube, tune in. Don't forget we have the the playlist links on the video. Um, so follow that and share. We'll try to put a nice balance of uh, top songs across artists that we both love for you guys to tune into. Yeah, we may need to go back and add that. Uh, what was that boy? Uh, Royal was it Pepsi something? What was his name? That uh, that John. Which remember, one? Remember that dude? That it's like the like the old like the house hip hop kind of thing. Fuck, dude! It was like like the, when we oh just Saint Saint home. Pepsi. Saint Pepsi. Yeah, I might, yeah, think, yeah. I might need to add some of that shit to the playlist yeah, so yeah. people can like have like a nice like overall theme, not yeah. just like heavy hip hop and then heavy hip hop like that like has a meaning like a cat. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Especially a playlist like they can pretty much get anywhere else. Like ours will be yeah. more curated yeah, to be like the like, best of everything, sort of. Yeah, like what we listen to, right? I'll have Jaden Smith, but then we'll have fucking some like, extreme shit. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll add some uh, some of that in a little bit, dude. But um, dude, be safe. Love you, bro. Always great. And like to everyone listening, keep listening, keep watching on YouTube. Um, comment, share. You know, we need you to need us. So let's make it happen. For sure. Love you too, man. Tune in, share, like, and subscribe. Peace. Peace.